Blog Talk Radio.
I want you all to know that this is a live stream, a Facebook Live as well as a live stream on, uh, I'm sorry, I had got a text I was trying to read, a live stream on Blog Talk Radio. Um, Yes. Um, I want you all to know that the lines are open. We won't be muting the lines tonight. We're going to trust you that. If you're not speaking, respect God's service. Respect what God has put forth tonight. We're asking you to mute your phone if you're not speaking. Only open your line when you do have a chance to speak. But when you're finished, please mute your phone. Don't worry about what Minister Margo is doing or Minister Sylvia is doing. Mute your phone and respect the service of God. We're asking you that. So with that going on, I want to present to the some, and I want to introduce the other. Tonight, you got a chance to listen to an awful woman of God by the name of Minister Margo McCoy. Margo McCoy is going to introduce you to her program on tonight, which is her testimony service for tonight. So if you all would just put your hands together in the spirit, put your hands together. If you have your phones on mute, and just give God thanks for the opportunity to hear what this woman of God is saying, and just go along with the program. Thank you. Minister Margo, it is in your hands. Go ahead, please. God bless the saints of God on tonight. Just thank God for all he is doing in the lives of his children. We are blessed to be numbered in God is a good God, and I thank him. He's brought me from a mighty long ways, as they used to say. Uh, I've been quite ill, and so on to my, I reached out, and I had several to step up and say they would stand in the gap on tonight. And I thank God for them. The person who is going to take mm, this program further is in reality my first best friend. (laughs) I grew up with a very close family and minister, I'm sorry, missionary, Linda Handy, my first cousin, and I, were very, very close and shared so much. And God has allowed us to reconnect and to be able to encourage one another. And on tonight, we are going to be encouraged by her and by my sister-in-love, Minister Carmita Seabury, and my very close friend for over 50 years, Sister Felicia Perkins. We will listen to these testimonies and be able to understand God is at work in the lives of his children. And no matter what is going on around us, no matter what we see or hear or feel, God is in control. I thank each of you for tuning in. 
and believe that you will be blessed on tonight. Ask for your prayers to pray for this ministry and to pray for those who are presenting on tonight. God bless all of you. And Missionary Handy, the program is in your hands. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I do honor God tonight to my precious Savior, uh, to the overseer of this program, uh, Apostle Cecilia, um, Minister um, Renee Kaiser, Missionary uh, Margo McCoy, um, Mother Montgomery, and her husband as well, Ron, and to all the ministers and missionaries that's out there, to the jewels of God that keep his name alive and give praises at all times. I thank God for being here tonight, and we are praying for the strength of uh, Missionary McCoy, that God continually uh, bless her and strengthen her and encourage her because a lot of times our strength comes from being encouraged because that's why the enemy comes to overwhelm us with our daily struggles because that takes away and depreciates the strength that we have, praise the Lord. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I thank God for tonight if she's asked me to carry uh, this out, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And my prayer is that God anoints the service from beginning to end, that every heart receives and accepts the word of God, and that the testimonies encourage you from the beginning to end. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God anoints every person that speaks tonight. God, we praise your name now. Hallelujah. Praise your name. God, we thank you. Bless your name. Hallelujah. Do we have Minister Carmetta Seabury on the line? Yes, I'm here. Uh, Okay, go ahead with your testimony. Thank God for you. Missionary Handy, thank you so much. And I thank Minister McCoy for inviting me. And uh, when she invited me, I said, hmm, testimony. I grew up in a Lutheran church. And there were no testimonies or testimony services. Lutheran churches are, are real, they're ritualistic is what they are. The order of service is always the same, the invocation, the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, confession, absolution, hymn, praise, and there are plenty of uh, hymns of praise. There's plenty of hymns all through the service. And then the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and then the Sermon, the Offering, Benediction, and then you go home. And all of this was an hour. And this was every Sunday, the same program. But I became acquainted with testimonies at Missionary Mother Orange Church, Mission Way, not Missionary, Mission Way, Mother Orange Church. And when I went in, this was a strange new world for me because I heard many testimonies in the church, and I have come to understand that testimonies are kind of like the fruit of a Christian 
who is obedient, who is trusting, who is patient, and who maintains faith. And Hebrews tells us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we say boldly, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear. This verse came to mind as I heard some recent testimonies. You don't you you don't fear because the reason for a testimony is because the Lord that you believe in and the Lord that you trust has come to your aid. And so when you give that testimony, understand that testimony also has power. But just from listening to these testimonies, you gain that strength that Minister Handy, Missionary Handy was talking about. You get encouragement. And you, in some people, they grow closer to the Father. We grow in faith by hearing testimonies. And the scripture tells us to encourage one another and build each other up just as we are doing. And there's a a power that I would feel when I hear these testimonies. And the testimonies of Minister Margot, for very uh, the many testimonies that she's given us. She's sharing what God has done. And all of those who give their testimony share what God has done for them. And it's a, they're like spiritual witnesses of the truthfulness of the gospel. So we uh, we we also declare to others what we know to be true by the power of the Holy Spirit because they've experienced it firsthand. This is experiential knowledge of God because you've actually seen what He is capable of doing. And we share with one another what God has done and is continuing to do in our lives. And it inspires others. It brings them closer to God because, you know, they look at you and they say, I want what she's got. And that increases faith. And I I realize uh, the, the value of testimony. Sometimes God calls us to do things we're afraid of, things that we are confronted with, and we may not have the wisdom enough to know what to do. And the, uh, James tells us, if any of you lack wisdom, he should ask God, and he'll provide us with his power, because every good and perfect gift comes from God. Testimonies... Um, are an act also of thanksgiving and worship. And it confirms our faith and trust. And it also shames the devil because the devil, the one thing he does not want to hear is for you to glorify God. And also uh, from these testimonies, we actually are recommending God as the greatest solution to any problem that we may have. And it gives him the glory because if it wasn't for him, we could do nothing on our own. I'm going to hand the mic back to uh, Missionary Handy, and thank you so much. Amen, Missionary Seabury. (laughs) Minister Seabury, I enjoy those words of encouragement so much. And um, as you said, that 
uh, as we sit in services and we hear others talk about the thing, because testimonies is really just expressing what God is doing or have done in our lives. And we encourage mm-hmm. each other so, because we leave saying that God did it for them. He can do mm-hmm. it for me. Praise yes. God. Praise mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now we have um, Sister Felicia Perkins. Are you on the line? Yes, I am. Oh, go right ahead. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I give honor to God. He is the head of my life. And to all the ministers and the mighty people of God that are on the line to me. And I thank my dear friend Margot for asking me to give a testimony. And, you know, I'm sure all of you all would agree that um, we could testify all day long about the goodness of the Lord, his mercy, of his grace, and of his love. But um, I just kind of wanted to start off with uh, a testimony um, about myself and just how God was so good and so merciful to me. Um, I'm not sure. I, maybe about 10 years ago, I had went out to a friend's house, and she was having a birthday celebration. And when I got home, maybe about 9 o'clock, I started feeling real hot. I got real hot, and I had a bad headache, and I felt really dizzy. And I lost my balance. I couldn't stand up. And so immediately my husband said, well, we need to get to the hospital. We need to get to the hospital. So we went to the hospital. And, you know, this testimony really is about obedience, you know, uh, listening to the Lord, you know. When he tells you something, you listen and you obey. And we went to the hospital. We got to the hospital. And, you know, my temperature was, it was getting higher. And I was, uh, they were concerned about my kidney shutting down and other organs. And so, Immediately, they gave me, uh, put me on antibiotics, immediately. And they didn't know what was wrong, but they just started with the antibiotics. And, you know, uh, they were doing all kinds of things. And they called in uh, doctors uh, that were, I guess, board certified with the CDC, you know. And they were... uh, taking blood samples, and they were trying to find out, you know, what was going on. So they finally said, we want to give you um, spinal tap. We want to do a spinal tap. And they did, they stuck me nine times, and they still couldn't find 
you know, the fluid to pull it out. And so I, you know, I was just praying all this time. I was praying and, you know, uh, my family was praying and friends. And then uh, finally they decided that they would get, they would have me go up to x-ray and we would have them to take an x-ray of where that needle needed to go. And then, you know, they would put the needle in and draw out the fluid. And so um, that's exactly what they did because they said we need to start, you know, uh, trying to uh, say, well, you don't have meningitis or you don't have this and that. And so we need to check and make sure so we can rule those out. And so that was why they did the spinal test. So after that, they said no meningitis. So they went back and they continued. So eventually they determined that I had uh, I had bacterium in my blood, and I, and I had to go home, and I was on antibiotics for like thirty days, and they would bring them to the house. I had to refrigerate them. They put a port a portal in my uh, I think it was in my arm or chest, and uh, I would have to put the antibiotics, you know, in every day, and uh, then someone would come out on a Friday. But I went through all of that, but I, and, you know, I, people would call me, and they would say, they wouldn't have did no nine times stuck that needle in me. They wouldn't have, and all, I, every time, I've been in the hospital before, and usually when I go in, the Lord tells me to be obedient, and I'm listening to him. I'm praying to him, and so when they come and they talk to me, I'll, I'll, I'll have to, you know, say, Lord, what should I do? And when he tells me, I'm obedient. And I believe that's why my life was saved, being obedient and not in there fussing with the doctors and the nurses and telling them what I wasn't going to do and, no, you're not going to stick me again. So it was just a lesson. Not only did the Lord deliver me, he healed me, but I just learned a lesson in being obedient. And if you're talking to him, then you have to believe. And if you trust him, you have to believe that he's talking to you and he's telling you what to do. And so that was just a blessing, you know, uh, and a lesson in being obedient. And even when you're in, I was afraid. You know, they're telling me, you're, where about your kidneys and your other organs, you know, and we have to do something. And I was afraid, but I trust the Lord, and I was being obedient. And the Lord delivered and healed me, and I thank him for that. I thank him for that. And then I just wanted to share another testimony. I hope I'm not being too long. But I want to share another one about my daughter. My daughter had been working downtown, and she was going to grad school. And she had decided that um, when she finished grad school, she was going to leave Chicago and go to D.C., and she was going to start in a doctorate program. And, you know, the Lord was really blessed, and he was really dealing with my daughter. And so 
she went there and she started to school. She started in the program, and then all of a sudden she got news that the program they were closing the school down, and then you know they had well, they had did some something that you know they shouldn't have done, and uh, they had closed the doors and everything. So here she's moved all the way to D.C. to the D.C. area. She's in school. And now uh, the school has closed. And, you know, she put money in and all of that. But anyway, the Lord worked it out. Because one of the things that I had said to my daughter, you know, uh, before she had decided to leave, is that, okay, my daughter didn't have a, a boyfriend. She wasn't in a relationship. And it was just her. And I said, this is the time to invest in yourself. And when I said that to her, I wasn't just talking about her academics, but I was talking about Christ. You know, you have more time to get closer to the Lord, to to build a, 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 a firm relationship with him, you know. And so not investing just in, you know, but in everything concerning her, all aspects of her life. And so when she went there, she was trusting the Lord. She was believing in him. And he worked it out. She was able to enroll in another program. And uh, it was a five-year program. And then, you know, then COVID happened. And then she ended up at home going to school. But while she was there, she found a church. She loved her church a place where she could grow. She joined Bible study. She joined a group for the young adults. And we joined a mentoring group, you know, at her church. And she was investing and, you know, and she was growing in the Lord. And also she was, you know, working on her studies and she was doing good. And then the Lord blessed where there was a mentoring group of women and they mentored 12 women. They said it was only 12 disciples. We're going to only mentor 12 women for a whole year. Then when we're done, then we're going to, we'll have 12 more for the next year. She became a part of that, and, oh, it blessed her soul. You know, so the Lord, he just opened doors, you know. He put all these beautiful Christian women and men and that loved the Lord in her life, and she continued to go to school and continue to serve and love the Lord. And on Wednesday of this week, she will um, defend her dissertation. And after that, she will be on her way, I believe, in a couple of months of receiving her doctorate degree. I give all the glory, all the honor to the Lord. I give him all the honor, all the praise, all the glory, because she was only able to do it because of him and of her just embracing him wholeheartedly and saying, yes, I want to do this degree, but I want the Lord. I want him more in my life. I want him to truly lead and guide and direct me. 
So God is good. He's merciful and he's great. And all I can say to you, saints, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. 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 Amen, Sister Perkins. Amen. We enjoyed that. What a uh, verification uh, of of expression on what God does when we trust him, what he did for your daughter and what he did for you physically. God moves on behalf of the Mm -hmm. saints of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm going to... Be brief, but part of our testimony service sometimes we would uh, uh, have a song, and uh, so if you don't mind, please bear with me. Somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time and prayed for me. Oh, I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. My mother prayed for me. Hallelujah. Had me on her mind. Took the time and prayed for me. Whoa, I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prays for me. The saints, they pray for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time and prayed for me. Oh, I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Aren't we glad that people pray for us? Yeah. Sometimes when we're mm. going through difficult places, the enemy comes to overwhelm us. He tries to take us to the place of hopelessness. Hallelujah. But somebody, God lays us on somebody's heart and mind, and they go in prayer. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Hallelujah. I just want to share this with you. First of all, uh, Revelation 12 and 11 and 12 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Who was him? We overcome Mm -hmm. the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ and the word of our testimony. And some our testimony is important because a lot of times when we're testifying and we, we're around the saints and stuff, we encourage each other. Sometimes you feel strong, and so you get up and say, I'm going to trust the Lord. And then when you leave out the church and you're alone, and then you start facing those challenges again, hallelujah, sometimes God come and remind us of our own testimony. You said you were going to trust me. You said that you were going to follow me. Hallelujah. So the words of our own testimony causes us to triumph and get through those dark, hard places. Not just for us, but I want to share this testimony with you. Some of us have hard-haired children, and I was once one. And uh, our parents prayed because why? Our children don't see the dark places they're going in that is death lurking. They don't see that the enemy is waiting to kill them and choke them out. 
but when we're praying for them, because we're standing in the light of what God has us in, we see the danger that they're headed to. So we Mm. pray for them. So I pray for my children. And so I have a son, and he, uh, this was happened a few months ago. He was with a friend, and his friend asked him to come and go with him to uh, this other friend's house. Uh, he had, was just going to run by there, and then they was going to leave. So my son said while he was sitting in the car, he got a little nervous because he said it was a neighborhood he didn't know, and there was some guys walking back and forth, and he didn't know the guys. And he said he was wanting his friend to come on out the house so they could leave. And he said his friend came out, and he said he told him, he said, man, we don't know nobody. He said, I don't know nobody over here, whatever. He said, we need to go. But he said his friend was on the phone arguing with his girlfriend. And so he was just sitting in the car with the car running, and my son said he was getting a little anxious because he was so busy talking to his girlfriend, he hadn't pulled off anything. So he said that these guys had already walked by the car once, and they had left. And they came by and walked into the car again. He said, and the guy told his friend that was driving that they was robbing him. And he said, but before his friend could say anything, they shot him in the head. And they shot him. He said they shot about three or four times in the car. And my son said, Nani, they must have thought I was dead, too, he said, when they walked off. He said, but my friend fell over on me. He said, and how I got out of my seat over into the driver's seat. He said, at first I was saying, I don't know how I did it. He said, but now I know what nobody but God. He said, because as he began to scream, as he looked at his friend that he believed was dead, he said, the boys turned around to come back to the car because they really thought they had killed him too. And he said, as they were coming back to the car, he pulled off and he was able to get away and get to a service station. And he was covered in blood. And, and and as he was talking to me and sharing this with me, and I said, God, we pray for our children. Yeah. Because sometimes they're in danger, as we say, seen and unseen. But we pray that God keep them out there among the demonic forces that are in this world. And so God, help him. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Hallelujah. And my heart bled for the mother that lost her son. But I said, God, it could have been him too. So we pray for our children, even though they're disobedient. They may not look like they're listening. They may not look like that they're following the things that you're saying. But that's why we're here. We're the salt of the earth. We're the keepers. Hallelujah. Praise God. As we take our loved ones before the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I just want to share this. I went into the hospital, had major surgery. And as they took me in and I was laying there, they were getting ready to give me the uh, IV to put me to sleep or whatever. And the young lady that put the medicine in my IV, you, you know how sometimes you can push that medicine when it's strong. If you push it too fast, it burns that vein. It, it hurts terribly. So when she did it, I said, you're hurting me. And so she she said something to me about, uh, 
what is uh uh, uh incessant medicine to put you sick? I said, Yes, honey. I said, But when you, that medicine is strong and you push it fast like that, I said, You're supposed to push it slowly. So she must have, I must have said something that rubbed her the wrong way with her ego and her arrogance. Because sometimes when you're dealing with the medical field, they feel like you're beneath them. You're the patient. You don't say anything to them because they're the ones that know. They got all the knowledge. But you do have a right, as my sister Sandra used to say, you have a right to say you're hurting me. This is my body. No, I don't want to do that. Yes, talk to me before you, you, you do that. And so when I told her that, she must have got angry with me. And the next thing I know was she put that next medicine in me. I couldn't breathe. And she had put that mask on my face. And I was trying to, they had me um, restrained. And I was trying to get the mask off my face to tell them I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I was I was moving my head back and forth. And I was floundering around on that table like a fish. And I kept saying I can't breathe. And then I couldn't talk. Nothing was coming out. And God spoke to me. He said, let it go. And when I let it go, the next thing I know, I heard the nurse scream at her and said, what did you do? What did you do? And the next thing I know, I was waking up in recovery. Because I had made up in my mind, we are either ready to go out of here or we're not. Because death does not hold fear for me. It is only a window and a door for me to walk through to be free from this world and this sorrow. Those that are going through things on your job and situations and whatever it may be, hallelujah. God is our answer. And our testimony is that God is truth. We clarify and we verify that God is real and he keeps his word at all. Yes, he never yes. fails. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You deal with God, you got an enemy, you tell God, say, shut the mouth of the, God, of the game sale. Yes. Shut the devil's mouth. Sometimes we don't have to take up the fight. God takes it up for us. Hallelujah. That's our testimony. Everybody that testifies, everybody that talks about God, our testimony is God has been my answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I did this over over to uh, missionary Sylvia Kaiser, and we're praying for my cousin, missionary McCoy. That God raise up and encourage our heart and strengthen our body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's in your hands. Hallelujah. 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 I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. Because every testimony I heard on tonight ended up with but God. But God. God's mercy. God's grace. God's love. But God, God, I thank you for that. I thank you for everything that was said on tonight. I thank you for just having an opportunity to testify, to give a testimony. I'm going to give a quick testimony 
on Blog Talk that I had gave out earlier when I was introducing the program tonight on Facebook. On yesterday, I got a text, and um, I told the young lady to call me. It's a young lady that um, I have never had a relationship with as far as a friendship or um, anything because we lived in the same neighborhood. You'll know what I mean by a relationship. We lived in the same neighborhood. We stayed on the same block. We stayed 3511. They stayed 3411. We um, grew up on this block, and all we ever saw was each other, and we would smile and say hi, and that's it. We were around the same age, but we never communicated, never uh, hung out or anything. But she called, she texted me yesterday about a question she had concerning something, and I said on there, call me. So I put my number, and uh, we began to talk. And she began to tell me, she said, I watch you on Facebook. And it kind of caught me by surprise because I would never think this person would pay attention to me because they never said anything to me at all. And when we talked and she was saying how she watches me and everything, I began to just sit there and say, God, I thank you because, see, when people know you, they watched you grow up because you watched them grow up. And when you testify, you got to make sure you're testifying a test a lot. you got to make sure when you're representing God is in the natural first yourself. How do you carry yourself? you got to make sure that when you're representing the spirit, how are you representing God? You don't want your testimony to be an embarrassment to God or God's people. You know, so when you sit here and testify, don't try to be like a, a someone that, you know, they give a testimony and you want yours to outdo theirs. No matter what your testimony is, your testimony helps somebody somewhere. When people are watching you and they see the change in your life, you are walking epistles of God. Uh, people are watching you. you got to make sure that when you live a lifestyle or you say you live it, you got to make sure that people can say, I, I know that's God. I know that's God. Mm-hmm. I know nobody but God did that because, see, I knew her when we was growing up. I knew, as missionary said, a hardhead. Mm. You know how the old folks say, a hardhead make a soft behind. Hardhead, you, you mm. can't listen. You don't want to listen because you think you know everything. You think you you this, you think you that. But when you know somebody watching you, you know, you have heard me say it over and over, people are watching you. God mm. sent a witness to let you know. People are watching you. Make sure whatever you're doing, you're representing God. Mm. When you put his name in your mouth and you're speaking that you're wearing a name that he's blessed you with, he's called you by. We all know that many are called, but few are chosen. When you know you are chosen, make sure you represent God. You are a living, walking, true testimony. So I just wanted to say that the lines are open for anyone else that would like to speak at this time. And uh, just just share your testimony with us. The lines are open. Please unmute your phone. Hi, this is Cecilia. Go ahead. Go ahead, ma'am. No, go for it. Go for it. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Go ahead. Remember... Uh, this is uh, definitely a time for us to share our testimony. I was just going to thank everybody, so go ahead, man. <laughs> My name is uh, Sister Carmen. God bless you, uh, Sister. Um, God is awesome and amazing. He, 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 oh, my God. 
I have truly, truly been blessed from the testimony. And um, they do come to make us strong. They come to make us strong. But I remember um, my uh, bringing my son into this world, and um, I was having some difficulties, and the doctor said that I would have to stay in the bed for nine months. And I was like... <laughs> nine months and not work and not make no money because I needed to pay bills and things like that. And um, I was spotting. So I called home to my mother, a mighty woman of God, a praying woman, you know. And uh, I said, Mom, they say I'm going to have to stay in a bed nine months and, you know, I might lose the baby. And I was 24 years old at the time when I got pregnant. And at the time, uh, I'll be 60 this year. So back then at 24, I was sort of old having a baby, (laughs) considering all of my friends had had children and things like that when, uh, you know, we were in high school or, you know, whatever. But that was considered old for me. My mother said to me, she said, turn your face to the wall like Hezekiah and cry out to the Lord. And I remember distinctly turning my face to the wall in my living room and crying out to the Lord to seal my womb so this baby would stay in my womb and he would come forth and uh, I would have a, a beautiful pregnancy. And you talking about God. Did God do it? He did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. Oh, my God. I had the most beautiful pregnancy. I worked up into uh, October 31st was my last day of work. He was uh, due uh, to be born on October 31st. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I don't want my baby born on Halloween. You know, I ain't got nothing to do with you know, I know people that are born on Halloween, but I didn't want my son to be born on Halloween. I wanted him to be born any other day but that. And he came on my grandmother's birthday, which is in November, the uh, first week of November. And it was the mm-hmm. most beautiful pregnancy. But I want to tell you, just having faith and knowing um, that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can actually even think or even imagine, Um and trusting God and being obedient, as my sister was talking about obedience, you know, I could have been like, Mama, turn my face to the wall, really, and cry out to God. But I knew my mother knew about prayer, and um, that was more than a, that. That was the second biggest testimony of victory that I had did in my life, and this was amazing. And my son will be 35 this year because I actually ended up giving birth while I was, you know, 25 years old. Um, But to say this, has it not been easy, this walk, this journey of 35 years? Oh, my God, I could write a book and it would be a bestseller because I'm telling you, as I gave birth to him and laid him before the throne of God and gave him back to the Lord, the enemy has tried time and time again to take his life in so many areas. But, God, he is still yet alive in the land of the living. 
And I am trusting and believing for his total, complete salvation, deliverance, healing, and fullness in Christ Jesus. Because I know my, my God kept him in my womb, and he brought him forth and birthed him into this land, into this life, Lord God. But I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord for his salvation. Amen. And I believe, and this is to let us know, don't ever, ever, ever give up on your children. Don't ever stop Amen. praying for them. As the lady um, uh, missionary said, don't ever, you know, you pray, you pray for your sons and your daughters. You fight that devil with everything in you until they're able to stand and fight for themselves. So that's my testimony is that my son has been through the fire. Do you hear me? The fire. And the fire has not consumed him. But I want the Holy Ghost fire to take a hold of him. I want him to stop going through the natural fire and allow the spiritual fire of the Holy Ghost to overshadow him and overtake him so that his name will be written in the Lamb for the life, that he will have salvation, that he will know what it is to love, honor, respect, and obey God, trust him, and to have that um, uh, desire, desire daily, daily, daily to seek him while he may be found and to be that man after God's own heart. So um, we must we must continue to pray for our sons and our daughters. And I thank God for every battle, every victory, because the victories have been uh, uh, sweet, sweet. They have come through, uh, you know, to get to the sweetness, it has been some bitterness. But God, but God, God perfects those things that concern us. And um, I just want to say I love this ministry. I love this ministry. And it blesses me um, most most definitely. It, it blesses me. It blesses me. So to God be the glory. Um, and we have the victory. We're more than overcomers. And joy, uh, Jesus, our yes. That's our yes. Joy, joy, joy over our victories. We have joy in our victories. We have joy because of our victories. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Is there anyone else? Amen. This is Cecilia. I just wanted to thank everyone for your testimonies. They were very powerful. They were very transparent. They were testimonies that let us know that it may have looked like the enemy was winning or going to win, but he didn't. And then I wanted to have a special um, thing for missionary um, Linda Handy, Pastor Handy. She probably doesn't notice, or maybe she does notice. Um, her testimony that she's lived, uh, we grew up in the same house. So I didn't just get to see her testify at Mission Way Church of God in Christ, I got to see what she lived, and I saw her testimony. And so many of us, as Minister Sylvia was saying, people are watching you. And so I was watching her. I was watching uh, Apostle Sandra Thomas. I was watching, you know, uh, Elder uh, Carol. I was watching um, uh, Elder 
Deborah Mack. I was watching my sister Sheila. I was watching, and so I wasn't just looking at what and listening to what they were saying, but I was watching. And so even when they weren't talking, they were testifying to me. And I just want to say to you, thank you for the testimonies that you've lived before me. I appreciate you so much, Missionary Handy. I just wanted to tell you that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Praise him. Amen. Praise Amen. Him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did, Missionary Handy. You was a living testimony for us. You at 11 years old, trust me to drive your car. You used to take <laughs> me downtown. You, you went to piano practice and trust me to sit out in the, in the uh, lobby area by myself when everybody was saying, we Nate so hard here. We Nate is. You said, no, I got it. You trust me. You trust me. I remember a time I wanted to wear your shoes to school. Even though you know they were too big, but you loved me enough, you let me wear those shoes, even though I look like a old on my feet. But you loved me enough to let me wear those. I thank you. Like, a, like I said, oh, people yeah. are watching you. You never know. You think it's people that like you but or people that hate you, but children mm. are watching you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Think about those things. Mm-hmm. Because you get to say, would you pray for me? Would you pray with me? Mm. But I don't want nobody to know my business, but I said I'll call somebody I know can get a prayer through. Think about it. Mm. They're mm. watching you because they recognize mm-hmm. the power. They recognize the anointing. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm. what it looks like. I don't care who she or he or me look like. You better know when God is working with mm. you. Know, everybody yeah. don't have the same testimony. Everybody don't have the same ministry. You reach who God told you to reach. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. correction, not you. Mm-hmm. Notice you are in God's, you know, place. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Stay on assignment. Let your mm-hmm. testimony be true. Because yeah. your testimony saves somebody else's life. I tell mm-hmm. you that I know for a fact. Your testimony saves somebody else's life. Yeah. I thank yeah. God for that. Is there anyone else mm-hmm. that have a words before we end the program? I just wanted to ask Missionary Handy. You remember mm-hmm. Westinghouse? Uh. Westinghouse Vocational High School. Yeah. We were in the same. It was an honors geometry class together. That was about fifty years ago. Yeah. Doc, are you uh, sure I came Professor to class? Are you sure? are you sure I came to class? <laughs> uh, well, now I'm going to say, and I didn't want to say this, but I saw you the first day, and we chatted a little bit, and I, ain't, I didn't see you no more again. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I said, where was she? She was here yesterday because we had a little conversation going on in the middle of the room, and then you didn't come back. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my Lord have mercy. (laughs) And that's all I wanted to say. I didn't think you remembered because you was only there one day. (laughs) Oh, my, yes. You know what? That's why I'm so glad the Word of God said that. He threw our sins in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember no more. Because <laughs> yes, y'all know, know. we don't remember some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my yes. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, Jesus, thank you for salvation. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Then I've got really a, a bestseller. I really enjoyed these testimonies, you know, yes. and I was sitting here as you all were talking and trying to, I, my testimonies that I can remember, because I, I, God has watched over me all of my life, but, you know, right. there have been times when uh, I didn't know if I could feed my children from one week to the next. But then, uh, if God could, Jesus could feed 5,000 with two loaves, we're going to make this oh, food. Yeah, and, right. and it stretched. You know, I had instances mm. like that or trying to get back home from Kansas City with $20 in my pocket, and it cost me $35 mm. to get there. I got home mm. with $5 mm. to spare. You know, so little mm. things like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I praise God for that. I praise Him. Yes, yes, yes. Thank yes. you so much. Thank yeah. you. Is there anyone else at this time? Okay, well, I want to say I thank Minister Margot for her third Monday that she decided to, even though she uh, could not do the program, but she did the program. She called it mm-hmm. for the testimony service because she said not just has she been transparent, and she taught, taught the rest of us to be transparent. She said, I will allow other people to tell you what God has done for them, what God has mm-hmm. done for them, how God has, mm-hmm. he has continually blessed our family, blessed our loved ones. Mm-hmm. I thank yes, you yes. for being obedient, for being able to say, let me put myself aside and ask somebody else to step up. And I thank mm-hmm. her because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know how to share the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God. They don't know how to share the space. Mm-hmm. Even the Lord, mm-hmm. he walked mm-hmm. with 12 outside of mm-hmm. him. He walked yeah. with 12, even though one was there on the alternate uh, program, but he still gave mm-hmm. us all his So I thank mm-hmm. you, Mr. Mark, for yes. sharing the space. Allowing yeah, us amen. to tell what God has done for us. And as, as they mm-hmm. you all see tonight, there was all testimonies, but each one was different. Because mm-hmm. God is an awesome God, and he works in yes. all kinds of situations. There's not one yes, situation that we did not, he did not, and our family did not get the victory out of. Because yes. God is still God. So mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I thank you all for joining in on Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. I love this ministry. I'm so glad that when I was asked to be a part of it, even though I was scared and I was in my messy mess mess, I still said, God, what do you say? And when I realized that God said, I told you what I wanted you to do, I said yes. I didn't wait until I got perfect or I felt that I was perfect. I went on to say, God, you know where I'm at. Use me where I'm at. I thank God mm-hmm. for this ministry. Please join mm-hmm. us back on uh, this this Friday for Prophet Antoine Thomas. He will be bringing forth the word of God this Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please join us on Sunday mornings for Apostles elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCoy, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Carvon Merritt. 
They will be bringing forth the word on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please come back next Monday. That is our fourth Monday. That is our Monday that God has given us for families, where we have an awesome team, uh, Elder Ron and Missionary Tony Montgomery. They will be teaching us about family. That's going to be next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And at this time, I'm going to let Missionary Mother um, Handy give you all the information for her prayer line, that there's no reason you cannot get through. If you don't get in touch with this ministry, God has a way for you to get through. Prayer works. Yes. Prayer works. Missionary Handy, would you please give the information for your ministry line? Okay, um, thank you so much, uh, uh, Minister uh, Sylvia. Um, we meet every Friday night at 7.30, um, and the number to call is 605-313-4818. That's 605-313-4818. And then you... Uh, put in the code six four seven one four seven. That's six four seven one four seven. And I think it's, they charge a penny a minute uh, for this. Um, um, oh, I forgot what they call it. Uh, oh, I forgot what kind of call, uh, call it. They call it. But uh, uh, what now? A conference line. Yes, thank you. Yes, conference <laughs> line. Yes, and so we we meet every Friday at seven thirty, and uh, uh, what we do is we we have a, a testimony service, uh, uh, just like a, a regular Friday night uh, service. Uh, uh, scripture, prayer, uh, different ones testify, they sing, and then we have a closing uh, intercessory prayer, and then Sundays we uh, come on at one. We meet at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and uh, dial the same number with the same code. And whenever God bless you to join us, we, we would be so glad to receive you. Uh, thank you so much, Minister Kaiser. No problem. Thank you. I, I want to remind um, you all, I spoke on this months month, month ago, but I was reminded today to remind you all. Um, I shared something with Apostle Elect today. I said, God's been speaking to me about a podcast. So I'm praying and asking God to further instruct me, uh, do he want me to team up with someone to do the podcast, or do he want me to put a team together that he gives, not me personally, but the team that God has put together. But we will be operating under Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. So, no, I'm not branching mm-hmm. out on my own. I'm staying under mm-hmm. my, uh, my uh, covering, which is my younger mm-hmm. sister, blood sister, apostle elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. I don't mind being the older, serving the younger, when I know that what she's doing is about what God said. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure I, I put that out there. I'm not trying to shine. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to do what God told me to do. And I know that mm-hmm. God told me to do it because I, I, it was something she said today, and I said, I know you're right. That was God sending me confirmation. That is mm-hmm. time for each one of us. God has given different ministries. Don't be mm-hmm. scared. 
on what if you know it's God, not you, mm-hmm. but it's God. Don't be scared to step out on what God's word. I don't care Hallelujah. what people mm-hmm. I don't care because mm-hmm. these people mm-hmm. will try to limit you and say, "Well, I don't think mm-hmm. God told you to see." You opened your mm-hmm. mouth up before you spoke to God. Mm-hmm. See, I know who God told me to to minister to, because I know where mm-hmm. I come from. He ain't gonna mm-hmm. send you away from your, your people, because who can better okay, notice yeah. if God did that work except the ones that know you? The ones yeah. that know those labor a month. Ah, mm-hmm. you better know mm-hmm. that work. See, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go over here and try to talk to the military people. That ain't where I'm from. My sister's from there. She knows the, the rules and regulations. I'll go over there and get caught court martial and not shot down. I think I'm Minister Kaiser, God will uh, hold your tongue for you. God will hold your tongue for you. <laughs> yeah, he, but he will, but you know, when, that's why I say if God told you to do it, he'll hold your tongue. But when you operate mm-hmm. in you, you oh, think yeah. you, you, you think you think you doing it. You're not being being led by God. You being led by uh-huh. God. You dropped the mm-hmm. and just got the old D to I see. I see. So you know that's what I mean by that. No those yes, You're run. right. You're right. If you're I right. if I go over here and minister to the motorcycle riders, they'll be like, Oh, that's sparkle, that's sparkle. You come over there, I'll be like, I don't know you. Get away from me. They they own something, they beg. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. no them you talking to. I can't talk mm. to your children like you can. So know the ones mm. that God you to minister to. So all that mm. to say, ask God for your assignment. This is the year 23. Mm. We said it's all yes. about me. It's all about me obeying God. What next level did God take you to? And are you listening for instructions to get there? So, y'all, mm-hmm. our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first mm. the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Trust God. Make sure your testimony is true. And make sure mm-hmm. you represent God wholeheartedly. Not some like it, kind of mm-hmm. like it, but all the way. Mm-hmm. This ministry loves you with mm-hmm. the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Good night, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good night. Love you all. Love you all. Good night. Love you. Good night. Love you. <laughs> Good night, God. Good night.